Howdy and welcome to the Confidence Through Health podcast. I'm Jerry Snyder. As an elite level athlete, owner of All In Health and Wellness, and author of the book Confidence Through Health, my goal is to help you achieve your goals and dreams using health as the conduit to get there. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Social Media Cowboys. If your business is looking to grow in 2022 and the years to come, then look no further than Social Media Cowboys. They are a complete online marketing agency helping clients with everything from social media to website design to SEO to Google ads and so much more. With close to 40 years of combined experience online, they have been helping businesses like mine and yours succeed where other agencies have failed. They apply a practical approach that saves you money while making money. Contact them today to get started. SocialMediaCowboys.com. In the real world, they're geeks, but online, they're cowboys. Welcome to the Confidence Through Health Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Snyder. In episode 183, I speak with Joni Davis. She is a fertility expert and founder of the vitamin company, Belly. What we talk about is vitamins for prenatal care, vitamins for preconception, vitamins for pregnancy, vitamins for post-pregnancy, but we talk about vitamins also just in a, in a general term of how do you look for vitamins that are good for you? How do you know that what you're taking is really good for you? How do you know it's being absorbed? But also some of the things that I learned in regards to vitamins for men for prenatal care, right? Like it, there there is a segment of vitamins and, and a type of vitamins that men need to make sure that their sperm are of highest quality in that they have a better amount, like a better quantity of them. Um, the vitamins that you, that you consume matter when it comes to the quality and care of your reproductive organs. And so not just for women and there's more too. We talk about like what's coming in the future as far as vitamin care and how much more there is to learn. So uh, whether you are in those childbearing years or not, I know that you know somebody that is. And so this is a hugely important conversation because infertility is on the rise. And while vitamins is not necessarily the answer to solving infertility, it can definitely increase the levels of fertility among people of childbearing years. So uh, super important conversation to have. And as both of us state in uh, the conversation that the quality of vitamins that you get, whether you are creating a baby in your in your womb or you're just living your life outside of those childbearing years, the quality of vitamins that you get impact the quality of life that you have with your body. So uh, hugely important conversation to have and more research needs to be done. But uh, I think you're going to learn a lot from Joni in uh, what she has to share. So thank you, Joni, for joining me with the Confidence Through Health podcast. Thank you for having me here. It's so good. I'm looking forward to our discussion. So one of the things that when I came across Belly it, that that struck me was the fertility tone with vitamins. And obviously, I think a lot of people that that when they start thinking about getting pregnant, a lot of people know, okay, you need your prenatal vitamins, you need this, you need that. Um, why did you go in? Why did you think that that's something that like, okay, we need to go into this and discover more and research more and be poor, be more um, focused on like truly what's there versus like, there's already things on the market. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. It's one I always love to talk about because we didn't set out to do, you know, the the fertility space, right? Okay. I set out as a mom, as a woman to create a better women's prenatal because at the time, and this was 2018, if you did a search on Amazon, like what are the top 10 selling women prenatal multivitamins, not mm-hmm. one met current guidelines. And oh, so I really? think this whole, yeah. So I think this whole industry as a whole, right? Wow. It hadn't been innovated on these mm-hmm. formulas. A lot of them were 30 years old. And I think there's so much more we know now about yeah. um, nutrition, about our bodies, about our environment, about our lifestyle, that really it's like there was a big opportunity to kind of modernize and really look at what are the current um, guidelines and how can we better support that right. journey with these products. So that was the initial intent of belly. So when we went out and we looked at the nutrients, right? And in, in women's prenatal, a really big one is choline. Right. Um, right. It's it's kind of new to the recommendations. Yeah. It's recommended in a lot. Like it for pregnant women, it's 450 milligrams. In Ooh. um in breastfeeding, it's 550. And we have Dr. Taylor Wallace on our me- medical board who's a as like he's kind of devoted some of his his science to a lot, the majority of it to choline, mm-hmm. is that it's such a, it, it rivals folate and how important it is for your embryo development. It's important for your brain development. It's important right. for all of us, right? But yeah. think about it, 450 milligrams. So That's a lot. there's just like, so this research is coming out, coming out, coming out. So when we looked at nutrients, we were like, huh, okay, we look at folate and they talk about men's, you know, fertility health. We looked Mm at vitamin D and it's men's fertility health. We looked at CoQ10, it's men's fertility. We're like, wait, (laughs) you know, when you look at these nutrients, it's like, they're talking about sperm health. And at the time I had no idea that there was anything that could be done on men's health side. Right. But since then we're like, it really purely, it really truly was an aha moment that, Hey, it takes two to make a baby. Right. Um, sperm health is equal to, you know, egg health in terms of, you know, your ability to conceive. So yeah. there are nutrients that have been shown to support men's health when it comes to sperm. Sperm is generated on the daily. It right. takes three months to mature. And there are certain nutrients that have been shown to help support, like, you know, help support optimal sperm counts, optimal right. sperm quality, which is just as important as quantity. And mm-hmm. so that's when we came out with men's, our men's, we call it a men's prenatal. Yeah. Um, and that's really where this fertility like story came into play. Cause I, honestly, I didn't even know there was a fertility story, right? I think so right. much of us um, intermix the word fertility with infertility right. and fertility by definition is just our um, potential for actually producing a baby, right? Right, right? And so infertility, right, is um, if it's if it's taken longer than a certain amount of time, and yeah. you want to, you know, then you should go seek fertility care. We right. believe you should be seeking fertility care um, <laughs> at the start of your journey, because we yeah. believe that, that that your preconception health and being proactive about your preconception health is critical to your journey, whether you're right. thinking about it today, tomorrow, right, or, you yeah. know, or even having second children. So when we look at fertility, I'm really looking at your preconception health, mm-hmm. right? What is, and there is a window, right? A preconception right. health yep. that says, you know, and there are, here's the good news, modifiable lifestyle behaviors that we can make that can help improve our fertility. Right. Right. So yeah. it starts with diet, 
Um, which includes supplementation, right? Because that's all, that's what dietary supplements are, supplement in your diet. Um, It's exercise, it's your health, it's your weight, it's your um, environmental environment. So, you know, um, toxins, it's heat, it's right. So there's a number of of variables or modifiable behaviors that we can take today to help support our journey in any way, like whether you're doing it naturally or you're going through and you're, you know, you're in, in under the care of a, a fertility doctor right. or a, you know, clinic. The, you know, a lot of them still recommend. Well, you still take it, you know, take some supplements, get your diet healthy, right? Um, yep. Don't go into saunas. You know, don't yeah. you know? Make sure you're you're good with your environment and and the products you're putting on your body. So that's you know, I know. <laughs> sorry, I, I took no, a long way good. to get there. That's when we talk about fertility. So it yeah. wasn't like we set out to solve anything on that front. Yeah. But it did open, like it was mind blowing how much that we can talk about it and have the mm-hmm. conversation around your health yeah. and those modifiable behaviors that can help us on our journey, you know, all together, probably, in, in, you know, just your general wellness as well. Right. Right. Um, right. So that's how we got started. So we have our men's prenatal, which is just a um, fancy way of saying it just helps men's health. Right. with some additional su- support and nutrients that have been shown to support your sperm health. Um, our women's prenatals for all stages um, and then, and for post as well. And then we have protein. So we talk a lot about protein yeah. and, and the elevated needs your body has right for protein when you're going through right. your pregnancy journey. Right. Well, and, and so you touched on something there that I definitely want to talk about because it's, I think it's something that's not talked about enough when it comes to fertility is the decrease or the the increase in infertility, the decrease in fertility among people of childbearing years. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I've heard stats that it's it's decreasing at a rate that that everybody will need intervention, at least in the United States, mm-hmm. within like 20 or 30 years. Mm-hmm. Like just going and just getting together and having a baby is going to be pretty much uncommon without some sort of intervention to help the process along. Um, which, you know, 50, 7,500 years from ago, that was never the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously lifestyle changes is a big piece of that because we all know that our health is decreasing in the U S and so those lifestyle changes, like you mentioned, but also the, making sure that we get the nutrients that we need. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what you've basically like boiled it down to is, and as you said, like, the 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 old system is thirty years ago. It's wasn't really giving us what we needed mm-hmm. when it came to not just becoming pregnant, but becoming having a healthy pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. And and I've heard that too. And and I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if some of that is is scare tactics in terms be, of yeah. you know, or just hey, people wake up and you know start thinking about you know taking control of your you know your reproductive health. Um, but there is something I did sit on a panel with um, um, she, just Dr. Amy, who's the egg whisperer. Yeah. And she's really big on um, really looking at um, environmental toxins and mm-hmm. the effect on DNA, uh, the fragmentation, right? Which yeah. she believes is, is a big part of it, right? So I know people talk about sperm counts, but also just the effect our environment has yeah. on on our, you know, on on sperm sperm quality. So I think that's that's a big you know, big part of it. And then if you look at our food system, right. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't know about you. I'm not 
always the best eater. I'm pretty good considering the space I'm in. But right. when you look at how our food is um, grown and how it's processed and how it's transported, right? It's yeah. it's hard. It's hard yeah. to get all the nutrients. So do your best. Like we are very much a food first company, um, yeah. and we should you should use um, you know supplements to supplement your diet, but you know, when you are trying to go through the process of, of conception and, and growing mm-hmm. a new little life, you have elevated nutrient needs that sometimes, you yeah. know, your diet is just not going to um, support, right? So right. in the example I gave of choline earlier, for you to get 450 milligrams of choline, well, you'd be eating a lot of liver or those animal byproducts, but also right. you'd have to eat probably like eight, nine eggs a day, every day, oh, right? Wow. So it's not, yeah. So it's not just about um, it's, it's, are we deficient? Yeah. Cause a lot of people are look at vitamin D levels, right? A lot of people are very deficient. Yeah. Um, and so in order to make sure our body has those nutrients, you look at, you know, kind of a steady stream of food and where you need to, again, talk to your doctor, supplement yeah. with different, but you're right. It's like, we need to wake up in society and say, our food system is broken. Um, we need to go back to really looking at whole foods and how they're grown. Right. Um, and again, it's what we can control. It's, it's, yeah. you know, so much of this process is out of our control, but if we look at our food sources and the foods that we choose on the daily and how we choose to supplement, um, our diets with, with nutrients, those make a difference. Like yeah. it really, it really does. And so, um, so in, in coming back to, you know, kind of this, I, this, this whole notion of fertility or your ability, right. To produce, mm-hmm. um, it is, you know, are there certain nutrients or, or modifiable lifestyle choices I can make that will yeah. help me, you know, over time? Right. Well, and one of the things that like in researching for this and seeing how much emphasis in, in, in research and product development you've done on prenatals for men, as mm-hmm. you've talked about, like that was a, to me, that was like a, whoa, okay. I, I didn't realize <laughs> that that was I mean, it makes total sense once you get into it and you go, oh, yeah, well, duh, you know, it does take a sperm and an egg. And so the sperm has to be just as healthy and and, and prepared and all those things. And so how do you do that is through nutrition. And, and I think one of the things that a lot of people look at supplements and they think, OK, well, yeah, if you're going to be an athlete, you need to supplement because you're doing above and beyond what the normal person does from, a, you know, you're putting your body through all these things. Mm-hmm. But really, that's like pregnancy. You're putting your body through a ton of stuff. And to have a healthy pregnancy, you want to have the best quality you can have at the very beginning, right? Which means yeah. supplementing. And so it, it it really does make sense for both people to be in that prenatal, prenatal space with mm-hmm. their body. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're asking your body to do a lot. You're asking yeah. your body to create a new little life, right? So for women, yeah. we get that. I think it's a pretty common proposition that women, you know, I don't know any doctors, I'm sure there are a few, I don't want to speak for the whole community, but it's a general, generally accepted across all mediums that women who are trying to conceive and who are pregnant take a prenatal. Right. Um, And where I will expand on that too, is, you know, this whole area of fertility, right? Or let's call it preconception care, right? Right. It's, it's right. It's, it's kind of reproductive health. Sure. Um, there's way more on that now. And I think that really, as you said earlier, it stems from the fact that 
there seems to be a rise in people seeking fertility care. Right. Right. And so there's more education, there's more research, there's more like, um, and there's more thought given and there's been more thought given to not just addressing what's happening on the women's side, but also what's mm-hmm. happening on the, on the men's side. So yes, when we came out um, with our men's prenatal um, and people always say, well, you can't get pregnant. Why is it a prenatal? I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I wanted it to be something broader than fertility. I wanted it to be, we associate prenatal care with any, you know, your care along that pregnancy journey wellness mm-hmm which includes preconception, which a lot of people call trimester zero. So right. it wasn't the first product out there, but it was the first one to really kind of um, modernize or really, you know, try to use our platform to also help people educate on mm-hmm. the nutrients and their lifestyle and what you should be considering. Like we've done a ton of articles on beware of your sports supplement. Like you don't know if there's added nutrients in there that might be right. harming your fertility, right? Like yeah. testosterone, steroids, that's scary. Um, yeah. We talk about exercise, like, you know, um, extreme, a- extreme athletes. Actually, there's a correlation between that and a possible like um, reduction in, in um, fertility or your overall right. ability to conceive. Right. Um, so, you know, hair loss medications or medications in general, like if you are on a medication, talk to your doctor because there is yep. a chance and a correlation, right? That yep. so, yes. Yeah, so the idea of a men's prenatal or just a men's wellness for you know, their journey and the path to, to pregnancy was new. But yeah. I think if you look at it today, um, the majority of companies that come out with women's also have a men's. So it's it's becoming a more of a generally um, accepted. And if you look at the number of doctors and research and clinics that actually do recommend um, supplementation, this is starting to become more norm, which I think is super beneficial for, for everybody who who's on this journey or even thinking about this journey. Right. Well, and it's not, you know, and you've touched on this, but I want to make sure the listeners here it's, this is not like vitamins and supplements that's going to improve your chances, but it's vitamins and supplements that are going to improve the quality once it actually happens and becomes a fetus and becomes a baby. Is that, am I saying that correctly? Well, yeah, but I mean, there are, again, the idea of boosting fertility Mm-hmm. It just means um, there's nutrients. It, it may it's not a sol- It doesn't solve a fertility di- infertility diagnosis, and it doesn't right. solve a um, you know anything that that's been diagnosed. But in terms of natural fertility, it can increase your chances just because being okay. healthy and those lifestyle factors overall sure. will help as well. Um, yeah. So. I don't want to confuse kind of anything that has to do with anybody who's been diagnosed with infertility, right? but at a minimum, whether you're going through fertility treatments or you're, you know, you're on your own and thinking about it, that preconception care and that window that you have and being proactive with your reproductive health is, you know, has the the potential to be really beneficial um, down the road, just to your overall health as well. Right. And you touched on this a little bit, but like those needs for the for the man in the situation those needs basically don't change much right the 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 vitamin supplement from a prenatal care like once once the baby's been conceived like his needs don't change but the 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 woman's needs will change as far as what they need right because they need certain vitamins in a prenatal situation certain vitamins once they're pregnant and then certain vitamins 
once the baby's born and they're breastfeeding and they're mm-hmm. postpartum, right? Yeah. Is is that is that been determined that it's like uh, across the board, everybody gets the same thing? Or is that something that also can fluctuate per the person and how the pregnancy is and that kind of thing? Well, it's, I think it's generally accepted that, you know, and there's been just super solid recommendations of a prenatal, mm-hmm. right? So each trimester does require a little bit more and a little bit less of what's in a prenatal. But in general, there's usually one prenatal that goes across, you know, all okay. four trimesters. Um, right. I think that's, going to evolve a lot um, in terms of, you know, uh, like, for example, in trimester one, where maybe you are, you know, you're, you're starting to grow your new little one and you're nauseous, right? Right. (laughs) Like your hormones are all like screaming at you. And sometimes like more B6, right, will help with some of those, um, or can have the potential to help with some of those, you know, nausea. And if you build it up prior to getting pregnant, then there's, studies that say it could help down the road, right? Okay. Um, With nausea. So again, whatever works for you. But I think for right now, in terms of what's recommended by the big standards bodies in terms of a prenatal, it's pretty Mm -hmm. standard across all all trimesters. Now, what's interesting, and I don't think a lot is be has been enough has been done. And I think a lot more could be done is that post postnatal phase. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think um, generally there's a tendency once you have the baby, right? Yep. All focus is on the baby. And yep. really there's a great book called the, um, uh, I don't know, it's postnatal. It's about postnatal depletion. Mm-hmm. And in it, he says that it takes typically 10 years for a woman's body to recover from having a baby. Oh my gosh. Uh, right. So, and there is something called postnatal depletion, which is right. just, your nutrients. <laughs> Once yeah. you've had the baby, right? You're and you're breastfeeding, then um, really choline. You know, um, you want enough choline that that goes through your breast milk if you choose to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's some differences and some nuances for each trimester, um, especially in. And I always, you know, we always say, hey, you know, don't forget about this fourth trimester once you've had the baby because nutrient um, depletion is real. And there are certain nutrients that can really help support your uh, recovery and, right. um, and healthy breastfeeding if that's what you so choose to do. So yes, I, I think in general, there's a one prenatal that kind of those recommendations go across all four. Right. But, you know, I think I can see at some point, you know, really looking at, you know, what your body needs per, um, trimester. But in general, a, a good prenatal should cover, cover your needs across every trimester. So, and this may not be something, you know, and this may be something that is like, you know, like you said, like needs to be researched, Mm -hmm. but is that, is that nutrient depletion? Is, is that something that is, uh, increasing the levels of postpartum depression or like, cause we all know that obviously nutrients in your, your deficiencies and different ones can have effect on your, your capacity, as far as your brain capacity, your mind and how your body works in all the different ways. So is that, is that, has that shown to be an effect or is that something that's like, hasn't even been touched yet as far as research? Um, It has, it has. And mm-hmm. I've seen studies that, that nutrient depletion, right. Does cause what you'd consider the baby blues, right. Okay. Of, of course, there's a spectrum that, that women go through in terms of what postpartum 
depression from baby blues to having, you know, something super severe does. But there is a growing number of research that says, yeah, nutrient depletion can cause some mood disturbances. Um, And yes, and you should really look into addressing that through nutrients, through talking to your doctor, because it is real. So I actually think that way more research could be done in that area to help. Um, But I think there has been a general um, correlation between nutrients and, and mood, you know, and your mood. Right. Um, you know, so I think there could be more done there, but I definitely think that it's showing some promise that it needs to be studied further. Yeah. Um, no, I can definitely see the link there. Um, and so if let's say that you're, um, let's say that you're somebody who is like, You've got the, the I, I would say, the more traditional track of, you know, you whether you get married or not, but you're like, okay, I want to have kids. I want to do it versus the person who is like, you know what? I don't want to have kids. I just want to live my life and just be, you know, the favorite aunt or whatever in the situation. Do those two women need the same vitamins? Um, That's a really, really great question. Um. Uh, a lot of the same vitamins that are in prenatals are in general women's, but of course, mm-hmm. when you're taking a prenatal, it's heightened, right? right. You're going to have extra nutrients. So probably not, right? Okay. If you, right. So you want to find something that kind of matches what your wellness goals are. Right. Um, and you find a, a multivitamin for that. When you're talking about men's prenatals or you're talking about women's prenatals, usually the doses are just different to match kind of what your body and what science is telling us and recommendations are that you need. Right. Um, I take the women's prenatal and I'm done having kids, but I don't yeah. take all three, right? So I don't recommend that. I recommend that every woman really look at what your wellness goals are yeah. and, you know, and find an a vitamin or just, you know, whatever supplements, right? Because it's a supplement yeah, to your food, supplement, right? Yeah. Is going to support what your body needs. But I do firmly believe that, um, you know, really looking at how nutrients um, drive just different functions in our body, right? As I mentioned earlier, like a lot of people are deficient in vitamin D. Like yeah. I personally um, am not diagnosed as anemic, but I take iron because I really feel like it supports my energy levels. Right. So there's a, there's a lot of research out there. I think everybody just needs to say, what are my, um, my wellness goals and then really work with your medical provider or your dietitian Mm -hmm. to make sure you're getting enough and make sure you're testing those levels because, you know, a deficiency or just lower rates of vitamin D can cause so many issues in your body. Um, and I don't think, I don't think honestly, as a society, we do enough to really go, do I have the, all the nutrients I need to support my body? Right. And then, you know, if you look at it too, I think what was really big in the research that we had when we started out to do this is the quality, right? right? There, there, there is a difference in taking different forms, right. Of nutrients. So sometimes people pick up a ball and go up, checks all the boxes and you'll just go, well, 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 but you know, it's, yeah. there's, there's nutrients in there that your body can absorb better, which is right. called being bioavailable, right? It's like, how right. well is your body able to absorb that? There's different forms of iron, for example, that, that um, get digested in a different way. So they don't, you know, I think there was a big, oh, iron makes me sick. Okay. Well, there's right. different forms that can help you digest it in a better way. But yeah. I also think there's an industry movement to really 
put better nutrients. If we're going to have to supplement, supplement it with stuff you know is good for you. And right. as much scrutiny as we now put into what we put on our bodies, like, oh, is mm -hmm. this lotion good for me? Is the sunscreen good for me? You need to be as, you know, as, um, as thoughtful about what you put in your body. Can you imagine right. you're putting something in your body? You think it's, it's doing you good and you look at it and maybe it's, you know, it's yeah. not the best form. So either it's going to exit your body quite rapidly or, you know, your cell's going to go, I don't know what this is. And it's going to try and grab it. Right. So right. again, you know, if you do choose to stuff or even like it, that even extends to if you choose organic food or you choose whole foods, right. Um, that all kind of all of that, that matters. So it's not yeah. just that you're taking something, but really, really scrutinize the form that you're taking it in as well and making sure that your body can actually absorb, absorb it. Right. Well, and so that leads me to a great question that I, that, you know, and, and I was told this at, by a pharmacist at my local grocery store several years ago, because I was looking at, you know, generic vitamins and I was just looking at going, okay, which one do I want? And, 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 Basically, it was because, you know, one had 90 pills and the other had 60 pills. I'm trying to do the math in my head, right. like which one. And, um, and he looked at me and he was like, are you trying to figure it? Like, he goes, if it's generic, they basically all come from the same plant. And I was like, what? And he said, yeah, there's a plant in New Jersey that makes all the generic vitamins, basically. And that's it. and I was like, that can't be right. Um, but it leads me to a question of like generic versus a, a name brand. And, and like you were talking about the quality, like how do how do we know just looking at it on the label? Because they're not going to necessarily label it like, oh, this is poor quality, you know, <laughs> vitamin D. Like, is there a way that we can tell that without going into our phone and going to Google and going to research and going like, where are they getting this from? Um, great question. Great question. Because this was all part of our journey when we came up with our, our nutrients as well. Generic doesn't mean bad. Mm-hmm. It's like taking, I'm right. going to take, you know, Advil or I'm going to take the, my grocery store brand of acetaminophen, right. Right. probably the same, right? Yep. You know, you go to Costco and you're like, yeah, you know, they kind of white labeled it. So it's probably mm -hmm. the exact same product. So it's not necessarily right. saying it's bad, Yeah. but the choices we made, right? Um, we chose to use methylated B vitamins, mm. right? So folate yeah. versus folic acid and folate, right. folic acid is just the synthetic form of folate. Right. And then we all know that a lot of people, I think it's over 60% of the population has a genetic mutation where they can't absorb right. folic acid, right? So we, you know, we put methylated B vitamins in our, right? So yeah. I think that's one thing to look at. If it's folic acid or folate, mm -hmm. everybody has their school of thought. We believe that methylated vitamins have a better right. chance of your body absorbing them. Okay. Yeah. No, and I've seen the um, research a lot of people, on that too. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And see, a lot of people still go, well, folic acid's my thing, but that's kind of the balance that we looked at when we put nutrients in our vitamins. Um, another right. one, we use a vegan D3. Um, we like the idea of a vegan D3 because if you know where D, D comes from, it's, it's animal skin. Right. Right. It's oil from, yep. um, and so we're like, well, we really feel like, you know, to support kind of what we felt was a healthier journey, we use a mm -hmm. vegan D3 and we use a, a branded version. It's called VitaShine. A okay. um, lot of studies behind it, really good for you. Yeah. Now here's what's interesting. Like when we started with choline, we did use a generic um, only because there wasn't really any difference. It was all the same thing. Right. But we're, and so, but now we do use a branded um, called VitaCholine. Mm -hmm. 
a mm-hmm. uh, lot of studies behind it. Um, I don't know if there's that there's a difference per se between you know the branded and the generic, but because of the way they process it, um, it enabled us to go from four capsules down to three. Oh, okay. Right. So there's different considerations yeah. you look at. Right. Um, what I found, which I thought was super interesting, is 99% of the vitamin C in the world is manufactured in China. Really? Yep. Wow. Um, good or bad, right or wrong. Yeah. We just were like, we're not sure that we can really um, count on the quality standards of a country that far away who may right. not you know, we don't know or really have that substantiated. So if yeah. you look at a lot of a lot of supplement companies today, they'll say, you know, we want you to really understand where not just that we have the vitamin or the nutrient or the antioxidant or whatever, but where it came from. Right. So I guess short answer to that is it's not necessarily bad that it's generic. Um, we take it on a case by case basis. But one of our core fundamentals is what do we think is going to be best absorbed? Um, and is the healthiest for you and your body. So I am, right. you know, and so you need to look at that on your journey and go, okay, do I care about vegan? Do I care about non-GMO? Do I care about, you know, um, where, where those actual nutrients came from? Do I care about where it was manufactured? Do I care about, you know, uh, yes. Do I care about third-party mm-hmm. testing? Right. So we chose right. to, we third-party test our vitamins. Yeah. Um, right. So all of those are, are really just, you know, points of consideration when you're choosing, to supplement um, that we feel are important as well. Yeah. Well, and that absorption piece is, is, is really the biggest mm-hmm. um, factor in that because I, I've got a family member who has asked me, you know, like what, what's wrong because my doctor says I'm, I'm having all these symptoms that are from being B deficient, mm-hmm. but when they test me, my B and my blood level is fine. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, but it's in the blood, but is it getting absorbed? Like there's, mm-hmm there's a piece there that like, it's not getting into the cells. So your cells aren't showing, you know, and, and, and so I don't know what, you know, what, where that's coming from for her, like what, what she's taking, where the supplement's coming from. Um, But that just leads me to go, well, something's off Mm -hmm. because you can take, you can take the proper amount, but if it doesn't get to where it needs to go, then it's, it's like, going to the gas station and going, I got to fill up my tank with 10 gallons of gas and pouring 10 gallons on the ground and getting back in the car <laughs> right. and going, well, I bought 10 gallons of gas. Why isn't it getting me where I need to go? Yep. So yeah. um, that can be frustrating because doctors can say, you know, like, what are you taking? And you tell them what you're taking and then they go, well, you should be fine. Right. And that, that goes to another like interesting question, right? Is how much nutritional science training should the you know medical community go through and from right. my understanding it's not a whole lot there are some right. that are way better than others um but i think in general just the whole school of you know how we can think about nutrients in our body and mm-hmm. and the effects it has i think is should be definitely a, an integral part of anybody's wellness journey i think yeah. our medical system right is so inclined to treat a problem that we don't a lot of times, like I I would love, and I'm a huge advocate for what can we do to get ahead of it? How can we be proactive? Right. And, but your point is right. I hear that, that we hear that all the time, but we also hear, you know, people go into their doctors and they'll go, you know, I'm taking this prenatal and they'll go, yep. Check the boxes and off you go. Right. And we're like, (laughs) well, we think you should scrutinize that just a little bit more. Right. Um, 
And so, so we're up definitely of the camp of, you know, um, uh, you know, just educating and, and helping people understand who to go to, who to see, you know, and, and what right. really matters here. But yeah. I think you're right. I mean, that's common that we hear all the time. Like, I just gave you my example of iron, like, they yeah. go, nope, you're not anemic. I'm like, well, you know, it, it works for me. Right. right. And so right. Um, everybody has to be their own. If we've learned anything in this world, you have to be your own advocate on your oh, health yeah. and wellness journey. Definitely. And you go and you search and you talk to people and you go to your doctors. And it's just a, it reminds me of like when we were formulating our vitamins, I had nine different disciplines that gave me feedback into our formulas. Oh, wow. Right. That's nine. Cool. That's cool. So, and everybody had a different point of view and everybody mm -hmm. else had, you know, research, but it was so valuable, I yeah. think, um, when you kind of look at it. And so when you're going through your wellness journey, it's like, it may not be one person, but you know, there's other, you know, there's like a community of people you could also go to, too, to help, right. you know, kind of figure out how to meet your goals. Right. Well, and I think that's important because so many people get stuck in just one, like, okay, nope, uh, this, this person says, I, I'm going to trust them and think it's right and go. And, um, but there's so many other disciplines out there when it comes to, especially solving problems that are going on in the body. But, mm -hmm. but when it comes to prevention, there's so many disciplines out there that can help with different areas and aspects. And, and you take pieces from each one and develop the plan for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, that's really what works best is like, if you try and go to it from a cookie cutter standpoint, you're likely going to run into something that's not going to be exactly the way it should be for you. Mm -hmm. And I think I vitamins, agree. vitamins is something that's vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, that's all something that like, it's getting a lot more publicity now, I think from the standpoint, mm -hmm. not just of, you know, seventies, eighties, everybody knew, okay, you take a multivitamin. It's what, da, da, da. but like you said, now it's getting more scrutiny as to like what's in it. Why is it going to benefit me? Like, what is is this the right one from the standpoint of the formula matches what I need, not just it's what was created for the general public? Yeah, exactly. I think I think at some point, I don't even know when in the future, right? It'll it will get to the point where you know we can measure what we need for our own right. personal right journeys. Yep. We're not there, but gosh, yeah. wouldn't that be fabulous if we yeah. were? But, you know, hopefully in this whole heightened area of really looking at um, what we need and just the rise of fertility challenges and the rise of education on on our mm -hmm. reproductive health and the rise of, you know, just deficiencies that we're seeing across the board. Um, you know, there are some interesting studies even coming out. I, I mentioned Dr. Taylor Wallace that aren't, aren't public and that he's working on yeah. is that, you know, there could be um, a... Uh, uh, a uh, a gene that prohibits your um or inhibits sorry your body's um ab ability to process choline right oh, wow. so right so you know more studies are needed mm -hmm. but that's the kind of stuff we're looking at so right. i wouldn't assume you take a vitamin and you're you know you're good to go right, right. is that you need to listen to your body talk to your doctors um make sure you're eating good foods make sure you're getting enough exercise right kind of all that yeah. Yep. Right. Um, so it's kind of a more holistic approach than just a, I've got a problem and I need a solution type. Right. Approach. Well, yeah. and you sort of mentioned this too, with, with the fact that you, you said you take an iron, like it's okay to say, okay, I'm going to take this multi because it's got everything I need in it, but I'm going to also take 
this individual one because I know I need extra of this versus like, I'm just going to double up on the multi all the time. Like, uh, yeah. Um, like it's okay. To, it's okay <laughs> to do that. Like the, just the multi and then, okay, I need the extra B vitamin, or the extra D vitamin and just add that one to it. Well, again, you also don't want to get too much of something like right. there's some, right. There's some where it's fine. If you get a lot, like I know people that take 5,000, I use a vitamin D a day. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And that's because they are deficient and that's, you know, and they're taking IVs. Right. And that's right. something that they worked out with their doctor. Yeah. I don't think just doubling up on multivitamins or taking, you know, huge amounts of extra stuff, um, because there could, there could be vitamins that are detrimental. Right. Um, we chose not to put vitamin A in our prenatal. So yes, vitamin A is recommended for pregnancy, but you know what? It's actually pretty easily absorbed from your diet. Yeah. And if you get too much, it's been shown to cause, it could cause issues in early pregnancy. So mm. not saying it will, but just saying that we chose not to put it right. in there because chances are you're getting enough just from your everyday yeah. diet. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, so I don't recommend just kind of doubling up on everything. If it's something that, you know, you like, you know, you talk to your doctor about and saying, okay, if I'm vitamin D, D deficient or I'm, you know, not absorbing folic acid or whatever it may be. That's just some the considerations, the, con- right. the considerations you need to know yeah. to, in order to find out the best, you know, the best journey for you. Right. And that could be something that's just a temporary thing too. Oh, right? for sure. Like the deficiency is not necessarily like if you get, if you get labeled quote unquote vitamin D deficient, you're not that for the rest of your life. It just means you're in a time frame where you didn't get enough and you went down and now you've got to build it back up to where it's like, okay, now I can live again without right. having to double up on vitamin D or, or take a higher dose of, you know, supplementation wise. Oh, for sure. Like hormone yeah. fluctuations. Right? right. I mean, it's just, yeah, it is. And so you're listening to your body, but people with celiac, right. Can't right. process, but right. So again, it's, it's, it's a spectrum, right? right? It's a spectrum. There's no one size fits all when it comes to this. Yeah. Um, industry or to anybody's health. Yeah. But um, again, I'm a huge proponent of taking control of your health as yep. much as you can, educating yourself, right? And on yep. the pregnancy journey um, or on the preconception health or on your reproductive side, right? Or your postnatal yep. health, that's where your needs are really elevated, right? Yep. That's that's where your needs are elevated. And so that's where kind of that higher level of nutrients come in. Um, and so that's, that's the journey we're on here at Belly. Yep. Well, and I applaud you for that because that's one of the biggest, like, you know, when you look at, when you look at a a human's health over a lifespan, Mm -hmm. like that's when they're developing the most, that's when they've Mm -hmm. got the most going on. And so it's like you, I think anybody would want the highest quality going into the very beginning, Mm -hmm. whether it's a, whether it's a human or any process, like you want the highest quality going in the beginning, because that's going to give you the best quality in the end. Um, And so that you've taken that challenge on and if in her, in her, and are helping people understand what they need on both sides of it, which mm-hmm. was new to me, like on the, on the, on the man side and the woman side, like, I think that's great and, and very beneficial. And I'm glad to be able to help you get the word out. So tell us how, um, how we can find belly. How can we follow, you know, like for those out there that are in that window of time where they're, they're not just thinking about like, maybe I'll have kids in the next year or two years, but they, if they are in that window, they need to be thinking prenatal care for their body. Mm-hmm. 
For sure. So you can find us online at bellybaby.com. It's B-E-L-I-B-A-B-Y.com. And go check out our blogs. Like we really do try to come out with a lot of articles um, and articles from our the, the medical professionals we work with really mm-hmm. to help, you know, educate and educate you on, on your journey and just considerations. But you're right. I think our reproductive care, our pre, you know, preconception care, yep. our fertility health, right? All those words uh, used interchangeably. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really impart, empowering part of our overall health. And the more work you do to nourish it today, the better, you know, the better off you'll be down the road. Um, right. And so that, you know, come to Valley, look, you can sign up for our newsletter if you want, if not just peruse our blogs, but you know, it's, it is, um, part of a journey we do yeah. to discover kind of what's best for us. Um, and we just, our area happens to be that preconception for, t- you know, fertility, um, uh, pregnancy. Right. And then right. we'd love to do way more on that postnatal side as well. Yeah. Well, it's awesome what you're doing. Thank I you. I really appreciate it. And you could tell you're passionate about it. Like <laughs> you can tell that, that you're somebody who is is in it for the right reasons of like wanting to help people get the most out of their reproductive health and out of out of their pregnancies and in and really out of life because that's where it all comes from into relationships that we have as we grow our families. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um I am passionate about it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but thank you to you because I think having these conversations only helps. Yeah. Right? It only helps everybody as they try to sort through how to live a healthy life. Right. Um, and, and so, yeah, to the extent that we can help love to be here. Um, I love talking about this, this is, yeah. I, I, you know, very passionate, um, project of mine, but thank you so much for you and all that you do and oh, for you. bringing this to everybody's attention. Just yeah. a, a great conversation. Yep. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking out the all in health and wellness confidence through health podcast. Our goal is to use health as a conduit to help you reach your goals in life.